The Carolina Hurricanes dropped both in their back-to-back weekend series against the Newark Rangers and Washington Capitals this weekend. But just what for this team over the weekend? Find out in today's episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jared Ellison. You are listening to and watching Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this monday afternoon and today's episode is brought to you by the lovely folks over at bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts and in today's episode we will be looking at both of the hurricanes games this weekend they took on the water capitals and new york rangers and lost both games we will also be answering a few questions that you guys asked me over the weekend as well as address that one tweet that I put out that was not meant to be taken seriously as I do not want that to happen as well as yet another edition of the five-day hurricane forecast. So diving into the games, we'll start with the first one, the game against the Washington Capitals. The Hurricanes Big surprise, lost this game. They lost this one in a shootout with the final score being that of three to two, or excuse me, three to four. And this was not a great game. I will say, you know, the Hurricanes, there was some good in this game, first off. This was the first game since March 1st where the Hurricanes the first period goal that had been a real issue for this team as of late and Seth Jarvis he was getting his return to the lineup after missing the past three games due to a hip injury and this was also his first multi-point or multi-goal game of his career so that is a big positive from this game and was very physical in this game. Brendan Smith was a standout in terms of physicality in this game. There's obviously one big highlight hit into the boards on, I believe, Tom Wilson. And then Derek Stepan was also very physical in this game. He sent Trevor Van Riemstijk, former Hurricane, to his own bench. So there were good in this game. But as a whole, the just effort from the team wasn't there it was there in the third period and had they played like that all game probably could have won the game that was not the case auntie ronta he did everything that he could to give this team the game 37 of 40 he made 37 stops on 40 shots excuse me but the Hurricanes are really struggling to just generate any kind of sustainable 
often generate any chances. And, you know, especially, you know, in those first two periods, it, it was very rough fans here in this game. And they were lucky to be in a win it. I think that really is a testament to the goaltending for just how good Auntie Ranta has been for the team this season, especially as of late. And, you know, they're able to get it a shootout. So, you know, they're able to get a point out of it. The home point you got 14 games. That's also where it stopped because last night we got shut out by dangers. And that was the third time this season, or really the third time that Hurricanes have been shut out all along. And I think that's good. Uh, it, you know, we you obviously, especially at home, uh, but it it's not something that happens to this team very often. And it, yes, it does suck that the Hurricanes' home point streak is, now over, but it had to end at some point. It did. I've drawn comparisons to earlier in the season when went, I believe, 9-0 and to start the season of just you got to get that loss in there at some point, and it had to happen eventually. Like, it was going to happen, and it's done. You don't have to worry about that being a thing because I remember when it got to, I believe, 13 games. It was right after that game that was on ESPN. It was right after that one. Jordan Martinuk, he was the first star in that game. And they brought it up to them. And he mentioned uh, in the post game press conference that he didn't even know that that was a thing, that he didn't know they were on that streak. And obviously, if he didn't know, you can, you know, assume that the other guys did didn't know that either so now that's a thing and you're trying going at very much again at the start of the season on this streak it's got to end at some point so it's done and that loss is done and now we don't have to worry about any more and I think with this game against the Rangers this is one where Rod Burn will say yeah, you just got to flush the game and move on. This is one of those games. It is. And I think that this was a very frustrating game, even more so for me than the Washington game. The Hurricanes, they had 94 potential scoring chances, and they finished that game against the New Rangers. And you say they obviously out shot the Rangers in this game. They outshot the Rangers 44 to 18. And that is extremely, extremely frustrating. Given stuff happens like that, like it's gonna happen. Okay. And you know they great goaltending tandem in Shesterkin and Gorgia. They do. And so it's not like it was some scrub or whatever that was in goal for the Rangers last night and we made him look Vesna candidate or something like that. That wasn't the case, but it's still frustrating given I personally don't take this stuff super, super serious of the deserve to win meter. Like 
you really got to take that stuff with a grain of salt there. But one thing I think it's at least worth bringing up is that the Hurricanes had like 93.4% or something on that last night. And again, take that stuff with a grain of salt. I personally really don't take that stuff serious because, yeah, you're getting a bunch of chances, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you deserve to win, you know? And uh, But I do think that is kind of crazy that you had such a percentage on that and you got shout. Uh, but, you know, you, moving on this game is, you know, the Tony D'Angelo was back in this game, and it, it's one of those things with him. Uh, I'm personally not a fan of him personally, but he does bring offense to the table and a level of grit to the table. And especially with Jordan Martinuk now out after he got hurt in Toronto, you kind of need stuff there. And also with this game, Rangers, Nino Niederreiter was out. The Hurricanes were going forward seven defensemen in this game because he was serving his one game suspension for that slashing call in the Washington game. And which was, I would say, with that, that was dumb. Uh, on on one on his part, like, why are you even getting that close to the bench? Like, I get you're talking junk and you know yelling at each other, that kind of deal. Like, why are you getting that close to even putting your stick over the uh, over the little wall there in front of them? Why are you even doing that? Okay. Why why are you even putting yourself in that position? And then, yeah, he barely touched him. Okay. But the thing is, he stood. The guy was on the bench. And you hit him with your stick. Even if it was just bad, you still did that. And it was, you were clearly looking at him talking to him it wasn't a thing of like you're skating by not paying attention he was kind of leaning up close not anything like it was you were chirping the guy and your stick was over in into area and that shouldn't have been the case then yeah it also with this game against new york it really did just how much he brings to the table uh, when it comes to offense because the Hurricanes really struggled. And I think, you know, just kind of shows how valuable he is and to the team. And you never know like that may get brought up in contract negotiations. Like, hey, remember when I was serving that suspend, you guys got shut out when you had. 44 shots on goal. Uh, you remember that? Uh, you never know. Uh, you never know when it comes to that stuff. We're obviously not those phone calls and Zoom meetings and that stuff. We're not in that stuff necessarily know for sure, but it really does show just how valuable he is to the team. And in the post game, Sebastian Ajo, he was asked about just the answer to the Hurricanes scoring woes that they're dealing with right now. And that that answer, 
is in the locker room right now. So don't necessarily expect the Hurricanes to really go out and any kind of blockbuster move at the trade deadline today. We've obviously been getting notifications and stuff. You have Mark andre Fleury getting traded to Minnesota. You can obviously go listen to Locked on Wild, but I don't expect there anything like that, okay? Um, and I think you know, Walt Ruff, uh, the Hurricanes uh, team reporter and show alum, uh, made a great point of the Hurricanes are just one of the 28 of 32 teams in the NHL that have lost four in a row this season. So don't panic. Okay, because I've seen a lot of chatter online, people panicking, wanting people, the team to go make some weird move at the trade deadline to fix the hurricane defense. And they don't need to do that. They don't. They've shown this season that they don't. And it's just one of those slumps team gets in we deal with them every single year heck we've dealt with them a couple times already this year so hurricanes are fine okay (laughs) there's no need to worry when it comes to stuff like that and i think that all we can do now is just again flush these games and Move on to Tuesday against Tampa. That's all we can do right now is just put these games behind us. You know, the effort was a hell of a lot in the game against New York. It was. And they had some really good chances in that game. and But they weren't capitalizing. It's been the issue with the team is they're not capitalizing on the chances that they do create when they do create them because that's also another issue is they're struggling to create chances. I think that they will get through this. They absolutely will. They've done it already this season. And and we just got to move into Tuesday and beyond. But I did post on Twitter about asking questions from you guys. Following the show on Twitter, one, follow the show on Twitter, <laughs> but also we will dive into my answer to your questions and that one question I ask you guys right after a quick break. Now, the sponsor for this episode is Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is Athletic Greens is lifestyle-friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. It helps support better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental health, clarity, and alertness. And it's one of the, and one of the best things with Athletic Greens is that it's based on latest science with constant product and third-party testing. 
it costs you less than three dollars a day you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew latte it's cheaper than getting all the other supplements that you get yourself you're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition especially heading into flu and cold season it's just one scoop and in one cup of water a day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health make it easy to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is athleticgreens.com slash nhl network and that is athletics.com slash nhl network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance now folks it's time to address that you've asked me. Locked on Canadians, they asked me, what would it take for the Canadians to acquire Ryan Suzuki? And I do think that is a legitimate trade. That is something that I have discussed about being a potential trade for the Hurricanes that they could make. And I don't think it would necessarily be one of like a blockbuster trade or anything like that i think honestly who was it i saw but i've never seen one potential trade with the canadians talked about let me see if i can find that because i think it's an interesting trade that could be made and I think that, okay, here it is. Here it is. Brett Kulak, I did see that being thrown around, potential trade for the Hurricanes. First of all, I don't see them doing anything like that. But I think it could definitely be one of, okay, you got to throw in a prospect or something like that. Not necessarily like a Cole Caulfield level trade or anything like that, but something the Hurricanes have to throw in a prospect or something like that. I definitely think Ryan Suzuki could be a trade chip. I don't think he would rated, but I think that the he hasn't developed the way the Hurricanes would want. Yes, he has with a lot of injuries. And that's another thing. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries. And whether the Hurricanes want to think they're going to continue investing in him, I don't, don't think it's going to be a thing like, okay, isn't panning out too much like how and Flurry was. They invest personally, I don't think they ever really should have traded him. I think he, he was really valuable here, and Rod Brenwell really liked him. And I think that there was a spot for him here. And and when he went to Anaheim, there was really a spot there. And now in Seattle, I mean, he's just withering away there. But 
I think that you know Hayden Flurry, he's kind of like what could go wrong because I think that that well and Dundon they saw you know just how much time, effort, and money got put into him, and he didn't necessarily develop at the way the pace that they they wanted him to, and they didn't have any loyalty to him. They draft him, so they shipped him on out. And uh, you could, I think Ryan Suzuki has a couple more years in the organization before he were to get traded, whether it be to Montreal to be with his other or somewhere else. I do think that they're, they're going to give him a couple more years because he hasn't really even had a shot at the NHL level outside of preseason. I think that we need to get more time unless there was, you know, some kind of, of blockbuster deal things were able to do that were able to, that was to cross Don Waddell's desk or something like that. I think that that they're not going to give up on Ryan's just yet. I think it's too early, but give me two, three, two more years or so. If he isn't at least cracking the NA lineup, they may have a problem because he is getting passed by by other guys. That, that's what, that is what worries me there because Seth Jarvis just bypassed altogether. Yeah, he would have had to go to juniors this year. Should he not have made the NHL team? But again, he went straight from NHL and has made an impact. Jack Drury is one of those guys that bypassed Suzuki in terms of Chicago coming up. Von Nosen, Andrew Porowski, and Josh Levio. There, there's so many other guys. Yes, yeah, some of them do have NHL experience, but. So many other guys are passing Ryan Suzuki in terms of getting called up to the NHL when someone goes down. And he's not even in the conversation. So I do think that he does. That's why I give him maybe two more seasons or so before we see him you know, maybe get shipped off. But it is, I do see him as trade chip or and southeast sports fan asked what would be a realistic package package for jacob chikrin from arizona honestly i i would like to bring him in he would he would fit well here but honestly i don't think there really is a trade package there to bring him in just because of the salary cap. I think he's going to bring, he would bring in too much salary for the Hurricanes to really do anything because Don has said that their team, they like the group they have and they're not pressed to make a whole bunch of moves. Given that's obviously what he's telling everyone, you know, that's what he's saying. But I think it's, I think it's honestly pretty accurate. I don't see them really making any moves, especially one that would take a cap it like that. I don't see anything at all. Uh, but re- regardless of 
what they do if they were to do it they're going to have to move money out and because they only have 1.8 or so in cap space so regardless of if they do it with arizona they would have to move guys with some high salaries out again who that would be i don't know honestly and and because high salary guys not moving those guys because those guys have been some here's key contributors and you you don't want to move up to a lower end guys because oh don't even have anyone there so realistically i don't see this happening uh it regardless but even if we did again you're gonna have to move a couple contracts out i also could see ryan suzuki being a, of that trade not necessarily him but again prospect being in there maybe a draft pick or two but again i, I don't really see that happening and the last one about was i posed the question on twitter because NHL, they put this out there first, not me. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes needing depth at goal, goaltending. And I disagree with that as well as large majority of people disagree with that statement. And former Carolina Hurricane Peter Moran was placed on waivers by the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I asked, you know, with folks saying that, would the Hurricanes bring him? Should they? I am firmly in the camp of no, because he has had a bad season. We all have there that we don't have room for. So, no. And, yeah, I posed that question on Twitter. And I caught some flack for it. I am sure you guys have seen that. We just want to see what is what current uh, voting is on that. It is currently sitting at eighty nine percent no, eleven percent yes, with two hundred and forty votes. Now, the only reason I bring it up is he did do really well here. He did. He had success here. And he was really able to bounce back in his career here. And he has playoff experience. He has playoff experience with us. He knows this system. And it's a system that he could theoretically succeed in. Again, I'm still in the camp of no, let's not bring him back. We, one, can't afford it. And two, we shouldn't. We don't need that anymore. And you know, I, you know, obviously posed that question to Twitter. Uh, overwhelming majority said no, but I do hear why folks said yes. yes. You know, I asked again the folks that did say yes, why, why are you saying yes? I genuinely want to know why, you know, and not just a being mean type way of wanting to know why, like, oh, why do you want to bring it back? No. Not like that, but it's a thing of, I think, personally, they're still attached to 
him and what he did here. I think that's what it is. But I could be wrong there. Got any answers back. But again, I am firmly in the camp of no, we shouldn't do that. And we don't need depth goals. And I think we're set in that department. I think we are. So we don't need that. But now it is time for the five-day Carolina Hurricanes forecast. And we will get into right after this quick break. It's that time of the year again, and it's college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. We are in North Carolina, folks. College basketball is a big, big deal. The tournament is going to be on every TV across the state, whether it's a living room, bathroom, a kitchen, a restaurant, a school, a school. They're on every single TV across the state, and Bet Online has you covered from the latest odds and player props betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info bet online remains the best spot for all of your sports scores podcasts and news this season and it's bet online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs including live betting your favorite vegas casino games and of course your carolina hurricanes games head to the website or use your mobile device Day to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online game starts. And now, folks, it's that time of the year where a lot of folks are giving up on New Year's resolutions. But if yours is about getting fit and eating healthy, Built Bar is here to help. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and, of course, are high protein, high fiber, low calorie, and low. Most built bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net, and 17 grams of Compare that to a normal candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And with flavors ranging from mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and many, many more, along with flavors coming in and out of their lineup all the time, built bar is going to have you covered. And right now, you can go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% order when you use promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. Now, it's time for five-day forecast for Carolina Hurricanes. And this is going to be a busy, busy for the team. We obviously have the trade deadline today, given I don't think the Hurricanes are really going to do much of anything. At the trade deadline, it may be like a few small things. But overall, I don't really see much at all. And then you also have Tampa Bay on Tuesday. That's going to be a hard game. That's going to be a real tough game, folks. But we'll that when it comes time. Then we have Dallas on Thursday. And then on Saturday, we are in St. Louis. So the Hurricanes, busy, busy week. Heck, four games in one. That's crazy. These guys are better than me in terms of fitness. But you also, again, like I said, you have the trade deadline today. And then we'll get an update on Jordan Martinuk. I personally, I saw 
like two weeks floating around, but I haven't seen any like official thing on his return. I haven't seen that. So maybe we'll get something in terms of when he'll be back. Maybe we'll get that today. Maybe tomorrow ahead of the game against Tampa. So I do think we will get a timetable on his return at some point this week. When? I do not know. If I were to put money on it, I would probably say tomorrow tomorrow morning before the Tampa game. That's when I would say it. And then one thing we do know for sure is that we'll be back in the lineup come Tampa Bay time. It was just a one-game suspension, so he was just missing yesterday against New York. But it's going to be really good to have him back, and I really hope he is able to help this team in terms of scoring those that is again like I talked very frustrating and last night this kind of show just how much of an impact he brings to the team in terms of offense so I'm very excited to see him back in the lineup I really hope he can bounce back and really help team get stuff together when it comes to capitalizing on chances that they are creating and heck just creating the chances i do imagine that we will see improvement on this week whether or not we we get completely out of the woods in terms of that i don't know we do have some pretty tough opponents ahead of us. So I think that we will at least see improvement in terms of, of capitalizing on chances that we are creating and really getting better at just creating those chances as well because that was, again, has been an issue. But we will talk about all of that stuff as it comes along. And as that news comes out, but again, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared underscore 96. You can see it right, right there on the nice little graphic. Uh, but now that you made Locked On listen, go make Locked On fan. Fantasy Hockey, your second host, Broden and Flip Livingstone, help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your pass. And in, in the next episode, we'll be diving into all of what the Hurricanes did or didn't do at the treadline, as well as another edition of the Tuesday Terrors. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.